0: this is radio taiwan international welcome to the news on radio taiwan international i'm john van trieste coming to you from taipei taiwan we begin with a look at today's top stories president ing one says cooperation with taiwan will not lead ally saint lucia into a debt trap The Foreign Ministry is encouraging Taiwanese companies to attend an Asian Development Bank seminar to be held in Taipei. And an NGO leader is calling on Taiwan to enact refugee legislation to assist asylum seekers. But first, our top story. President Tsai Ing-wen says that Taiwan's assistance to ally St. Lucia is mutually beneficial and that the country won't face a debt trap because of cooperation with Taiwan. Tsai is in St. Lucia on the final stop of a tour to Taiwan's allies in the Caribbean region. On Thursday, she addressed the country's parliament. Tsai thanked St. Lucia for speaking out on Taiwan's behalf at the UN General Assembly and the World Health Assembly. She also spoke about bilateral cooperation in recent years, including work to improve St. Lucia's medical care system, work to build the country's basic infrastructure, and work to develop agriculture in the country. She said that bilateral projects launched this year include the reconstruction of a St. Lucian hospital, work on the country's largest airport, and work on the country's road system. Tsai said that projects like these involve loans from Taiwanese banks, but also local labor and building materials. The Foreign Ministry is encouraging Taiwanese companies to attend an Asian Development Bank seminar to be held in Taipei in August. The Asian Development Bank is an international development finance institution for developing Asian economies and societies. The Foreign Ministry says that taking part in Asian Development Bank procurement projects will help Taiwan expand into the markets of its southern neighbors. These countries are Asian Development Bank members and are also countries the government is seeking closer ties with under its new Southbound policy. An NGO leader has called on Taiwan to enact refugee legislation to assist asylum seekers. This comes in light of news that 10 Hong Kong residents are seeking asylum in Taiwan. The 10 were participants in demonstrations against a proposed bill that would allow extraditions from Hong Kong to China all played a role in the storming of Hong Kong's legislature. Secretary-General of the Taiwan Association for Human Rights, Ling Chiu, says that the government needs to establish a set of rules for helping refugees, including those from Hong Kong. During an interview with German broadcaster Deutsche Welle, Chiu said that without formal legislation dictating the asylum-seeking process, refugees are subject to the arbitrary decisions of whatever administration happens to be in power. Taiwan does not return refugees to places where they are likely to be persecuted. Furthermore, Article 18 of the Laws and Regulations regarding Hong Kong and Macau states that Taiwan will provide assistance to residents of either territory whose safety or liberty are threatened. But Tio says that's not enough. Tio says the risks and circumstances facing each asylum seeker are different, and that despite their similar backgrounds, each of the 10 Hong Kong protesters may end up with their cases concluded in wildly inconsistent ways. Taiwan and the seven other members of the North Pacific Fisheries Commission have agreed to limit annual catches of Pacific Sauri to 556,000 tons starting next year. The decision comes as the result of the Fisheries Commission's annual meeting, which ended in Tokyo on Thursday. Taiwan's fisheries agency says that Taiwan has around 90 fishing boats operating in the North Pacific through the fish's peak period in the autumn, catching around 160,000 tons of the fish every year. The agency says this makes Taiwan one of the biggest catchers of Pacific saury among the members of the North Pacific Fisheries Commission. Taiwan's Environmental Protection Administration will begin using aerial drones to assess beach litter as early as next year. Environmental Sanitation Head Tsai Lin Yi says that the administration has begun trial assessments. The decision to use drones comes in response to a survey conducted by Greenpeace and the Society of Wilderness that was released earlier this month. A total of 13 beaches in Taiwan have been classified as heavily polluted. The cabinet has already called on relevant agencies to begin cleanup procedures as soon as September. Drones are already employed by the Forestry Bureau to monitor mountainous regions. Greenpeace says drone footage will help its analysts further examine trash accumulation on Taiwan's beaches. The organization is calling for specific legislation to dictate the environmental restoration process. The Environmental Protection Administration says it will conduct regular cleanups of the country's beaches, but it is also calling on the public to reduce waste and recycle when possible. Summer is peak travel season. However, when heading abroad, it's not unusual to have some worries about staying healthy. Luckily, finding out what medications to bring with you has never been easier, thanks to a new initiative by the Centers for Disease Control.
1: Summer vacation is in full swing, and that means people are scrambling to travel overseas. But going abroad isn't without its risks. Aside from barriers both linguistic and cultural, health is also a concern for anyone leaving the country. Taiwan's Centers for Disease Control has teamed up with local pharmacy chains to provide travelers with consultation services on what kind of medications to prepare for an overseas trip. Travel blogger Ace Chen says it's imperative for travelers to check the public health status of any country they plan to visit. However, those in a hurry can simply ask a pharmacist for advice at any local pharmacy. Centers for Disease Control head Zhou house says that there are some items that every traveler should prepare for a trip, and then there are more specialized medicines that people should bring if heading to certain countries. For example, those heading to Southeast Asia need to bring plenty of mosquito repellent. Hand sanitizer is also important for countries that don't have much plumbing. The Centers for Disease Control says that Taiwanese travelers are at the greatest risk of contracting dengue fever, acute hepatitis A, dysentery, and measles, among other diseases. Those traveling should make all necessary preparations. Leslie Liao, RTI News.
0: The
1: sound of the Puyuma tribe on Radio Taiwan
0: International. What do you want to be when you grow up? The National Immigration Agency is hoping that a growing number of children in Taiwan will answer Immigration Officer. The agency has held something of a recruitment drive targeted at the second-generation children of Taiwan's foreign residents. Meet Taiwan's littlest immigration officers. These kids are participants in an event held by the National Immigration Agency on Wednesday. All are the children of foreign residents. Their parents come from places like the U.S., South Korea, and Vietnam, but they themselves are growing up here in Taiwan. The Immigration Agency is hoping to recruit more officers with this kind of diverse, multilingual background. The kids dressed up in miniature versions of officers' uniforms and learned about working in the agency. But they weren't just there to play pretend. They processed real residency cards and helped real people apply for Taiwan's e Entry program. At least some of them were given their own parents' applications to take care of. The program seems to have won over at least one participant, a child whose Vietnamese mother works as a translator at the agency. She says she wants to follow in her mother's footsteps. John Van Trieste, RTI News. As in many industrialized countries, traditional crafts have suffered in Taiwan in recent years. But thanks to one craftsman in Taipei, the traditional art of drum making is still going strong. Though now more than 60 years old, master drum maker Wang Kun still spends every day making drums the old-fashioned way at his Taipei area workshop. He says it's important not to just make drums that are good, but to make drums that are also durable and can last at least 35 years. Making the drums is a physically intense activity, using not just the hands, but the whole body. For instance, to soften the cowhide and make it more durable, Wang's son, Wang Zhen gets on top of the hide and jumps on it. The younger Wang is also learning the art. He said his father can be a real perfectionist at times, but it's that perfectionism that keeps the reputation of his father's drums where it is today. Shirley Lin, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Triest. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.